0: Hello, and welcome to Voices for Japan. This week's guest is someone who, for anime fans, requires no introduction. This marks Steve Bloom's first appearance on the podcast, and it's an experience that, for reasons that you'll soon hear, was very humbling for me. So, without any further ado, here is this week's Voices for Japan. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Voices for Japan. Joining us is... Not only uh, one of the most prolific voice actors, but someone that uh, most certainly at least belongs on the Mount Rushmore of voiceover, and that is (laughs) none other than Steve (laughs) Blum.
1: That'd be a pretty ugly mountain, I have a radio face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You and me both, my friend. You and me both.
1: (laughs) But thank you for that.
0: (laughs) No problem. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. My
1: honor, man. I appreciate you.
0: Wanting me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, a, a, any any sort of podcast that that does anything with anime, I think would love to have you. But we'll we'll go ahead and move on to business. Um, you know, we're we're talking about uh, the the still ongoing re- relief efforts uh, resulting from the earthquake and tsunami that hit Japan back in March, yeah. um, and we're we're doing this on a weekly basis as sort of a a reminder to folks that. Uh, you know, Japan is still in need of of help and donations, and even though it's not really in the front of the news cycle like it used to be, um, you know, we we still want to keep it in in uh field of vision, if you will. So, right. with that in mind, uh, tell us a little bit about what your reaction was uh, when you first heard the news about the earthquake.
1: Well, I I think uh, a lot of us are used to hearing about earthquakes occurring in Japan. And at first I didn't realize the magnitude of this thing. And uh, I think I heard about it real late at night. Uh, I guess it was probably the 10th, something like 10th or 11th, something like that of March. And uh, I didn't think too much about it. And the next day I was working and it sounded like it was much bigger than anything that had happened there before. And by that Saturday uh the big news really started coming out as, as far as what I was tuning into. And it was it was just shocking. And I just remember uh, having a really sick, sinking feeling um, that this was an unprecedented amount of devastation from this thing. And uh, I, I honestly didn't know what to do at that point. I wanted to do something, and I didn't know what to do. And uh, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a state of shock.
0: Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, kind of the way a lot of us, uh, felt about when it first happened because I remember hearing about the earthquake, but it was still, you know, a, a little while in having to, to really watch the news and read a couple of stories online before I, I started to, to grasp the significance of what was going on.
1: Yeah, And then seeing the visuals of the tsunami coming across the landscape and just, uh, changing the entire architecture of that part of the country. It was, it was unbelievable. It was right. just unbelievable. It didn't seem real.
0: So you've, you've been in voiceover for uh, a very, very long time at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, put into words, you know, as best as, as you're able, how Japan has affected you both uh, either personally or professionally.
1: Well, I, th- I think pretty profoundly on both accounts. Uh, I started in anime uh, probably about 20 years ago now and uh, fell in love with the culture, fell in love with the people that I worked with in the anime community and otherwise. Um, I had very little experience of Japan prior to that. I I did go there once when I was working in another business for a film company and spent a week in Tokyo and uh, was just amazed by uh, how incredible the place is and and all of the uh, dichotomy of what you see and what is and how the the culture is structured and so foreign from ours but it um it's had a tremendous impact on my life uh in in so many ways so far beyond anime too I mean when I think about all the electronics and the the people that have come in and out of my life that lived in Japan my next door neighbor has a a daughter-in-law that lives in Uh, Saipan and so uh, I think about Japan every day in one form or another and I do have friends there and I maintain contacts there and uh, it's it has a profound impact on my life and and has for many many years.
0: Now you've been a very big uh, supporter of a lot of the uh, the relief efforts that have been going on that have sprung up in the anime community uh, I know you're a part of the uh, anime fans go back to Japan event that uh, we were a part of as well yeah. um, Tell me what your reaction has been to the way that uh, both the voiceover community and the anime fandom has stepped up in response to this crisis
1: you know what that wasn't very surprising to me because in in all the work I've done uh, in in all the different areas of entertainment throughout my career, the anime community has been perhaps the strongest and most mobilized community I've ever known. And uh, it's a group of people, and I'm including the fans in this, that are really there for each other. They they support each other rather than tearing each other down, which is not too common in the entertainment industry. Um, We're friends. We care about each other. When somebody gets in trouble, everybody seems to step up and, the outpouring of the fans is just yet another confirmation of that for me. Uh, And I do get out to a lot of conventions. So I've met a lot of the fans out there and um, as scary as the fan anime fan community seemed to be in the very early stages of my career uh, because of the costumes and initially the, the, uh, the fear about dubbing the community, the fan base has really grown up and, and in doing that, it's become a worldwide community and, and seems almost like a giant family. Everywhere I go in the world, everyone seems to have the uh, you know, the same values and care so deeply for anime in general and uh, to that end, Japan. And uh, long before this happened, people talked about how they cared about Japan and how they wanted to do things for the people of Japan and, and keep anim- anime alive as an industry and an art form. And, uh, so I'm, I'm really not surprised, but, uh, I'm humbled, I think would be a more accurate word by the outpouring from the fan base and from the acting community.
0: I think that's, that's a very nice way to put it. Um, I I've said this to, uh, everyone who's, who's done these, uh, uh, interviews for Voices for Japan or who was on the, uh, anime fans get back to Japan event that, uh, I I've been a fan of anime for practically all my life growing up in the 80s with shows like uh, Voltron and Robotech but um there there's been very little knowledge of, of the actors as as individuals it's it's always you know their their public side the the work but I've gotten a little glimpse into the character of of a lot of uh your colleagues and yourself uh by by having had the honor of being a part of of these kinds of events and it's really just made me a a very proud member of the anime fandom because uh, seeing the the actors whose work i love and support uh, really seeing them step up and and uh answer the call has been just tremendous it's been a tremendous Mm -hmm. experience so uh, thank you very much for that i appreciate that Um, Now, I think we're going to let you go and and move on to uh, to bigger and better projects. But before we do, uh, is there anything else that that you'd like to say in parting?
1: I just want to say thank you for anyone and anyone that has gotten this. And and we have to keep consciousness alive. And uh, we have to keep that flow of help and good wishes and love going to Japan because they're going to need it for a very long time to come. And uh, the Red Cross is doing some amazing things over there. They launched a campaign here. I'm not sure it's like that across the country, but for people to sign up to do like a, a small donation on a monthly basis and, and a little tithing type of thing. And uh, a lot of people that may forget about this happening um, uh, and their needs uh, and requirements for the future, this may be a good way to just lock in for something that's very affordable that will go a long way to help save lives in the future and help rebuild lives in the future. Well, Steve, so, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, interrupt. No, that's. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for having me on. And and thank you again to everyone who has been so great about uh, stepping up.
0: Well, it's just been an extreme uh, honor and a, and a pleasure uh, to have the opportunity to speak with you. And thank you so much for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to Voices for Japan. Remember to visit helpjapan.onepeacepodcast.com, www.redcross.org, or visit the charitable organization of your choice to give to the relief effort in Japan. Be sure to tune in next week when Barbara Goodson joins the podcast.